Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 37 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much. 37 episodes in, and uh, I've fired Abby and yes. Jake. It's just me. Oh, you're here. I'm here, but I'm just watching Clerks. You're just watching Clerks. 37. Why? 37. This is episode 37. 37 dicks. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Hey, it's That's the name of the episode. I didn't write it. It's from yeah. a movie. Uh, Abigail, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. What uh, What are you doing? gonna bring you some lasagna to work so. thank you it's not every girl it's not every podcast that brings you lasagna to work yeah not every podcast <laughs> brings you to. that's our promise it's vegan yeah yeah it's gonna be good, it's good. And, uh, oh, you know it's good. funny oh good yeah it's better technically we weren't even supposed to be working today i wasn't um but uh the country we... fell apart today <laughs> it did. we were all at home crying it was worse than the walking dead no, it wasn't. Oh, Nothing's boy. Worse than uh, uh, did you, did you no. see Glenn's eye? Uh, yeah, that was pretty upsetting. Uh, the election was Trump's like, uh, like it was uh, Negan. Oh. It was, uh, is that, that's a thing, right? Yeah. I love that's referencing. His name. Yeah. That's his name. That's, that's his Negan. Name. Um, and just, there's a new the Negan in town. Was, there's a new Negan in town, and his name's, what's this guy's name? Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> What's this guy's name? What's this guy? I watch the news. Uh, Jake, what's up, man? Hey, not too much, man. Just hanging out. Uh, you know, watching. Um, not watching Clerks. Not watching oh. Clerks. Uh, sadly, not watching Clerks. Uh, we like Kevin Smith here at the Yes Have Some podcast. We, a, I'd like to have him on. Guy. He's a I'd funny guy. I'd love to have him on. Yeah. Um. All I right. Want to hug him. Pop quiz. Favorite okay. Kevin Smith movie. Abby, you can go last. You oh, first. so does that mean I'm going first? Jake, you go first. <clears throat> you know what? For, at the same time. Dude, for a long time, my favorite was Dogma. Okay. Uh, and then, like, the last time I watched it, I was like, oh, wait, this is really preachy. Yeah. It's a little preachy. I don't, like, it's got some of the funniest stuff in it, I think, but it's super preachy. But I, I, I don't know. I'd probably just say Dogma, though. <laughs> Okay, but still, okay. it's I been a while. Like, that. it's been so long since I've gone through and watched. Chasing Amy's good, too, but man, I don't know. Yeah. What's yours? Um It was just subsex holding. 
Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy's uh, your favorite? Chasing Amy, probably. Or Clerks. It's a toss-up. I spent a summer falling asleep to Clerks, like, every single night, and I really hold that in, like, a special place in my heart. But Chasing Amy also is a movie that I've watched and rewatched and enjoyed. I like Jason Lee a lot, so. Yeah. Jason Lee and you Ben met Affleck. Him. I did meet Jason Lee. Um, I, th- I, think, I think Chasing Amy is probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie. It's weird, though, when you when you watch it, so, my Kevin Smith story kind of goes like this. I think I was in ninth or 10th grade. I fancied myself a movie buff, although I really wasn't. Um, and I had read about Jane Silent Bob in a couple different magazines, and I wanted to know what that was all about. So I bought Dogma. I had a Best Buy gift card. I bought Dogma, and then I was like, oh, man. I felt like I knew about something that nobody else knew about. Right. And, uh, yeah, I just I really started loving those movies. So Wait, yeah, that- so was Dogma your the first one you Dog saw? Was, Dogma was my first movie. Uh, the first one I saw too. The first first movie it's, ever. It was my first movie. Uh, yeah, Dogma was the first one I saw because that it, that kind of was a little bit more mainstream when it came out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Even though, but when you watch it, you're like, this is kind of weird. And like, well, it had some it had some bigger actors in it, I think, than right. uh, he was used to using at that point. Right. Like Chris Rock was in right. it, and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Damon and, yeah. Uh, it had a little more cloud at that point. Yeah. Clerks was my first. My brother and I rented that on a weekend. Uh, when my parents were out of town, and he was, I think, uh, 18 at that point. So we got Clerks and Pulp Fiction, and I think also one of the American Pie movies, and probably Bring It On was that same weekend. It was a big weekend That's a for me. hell of a weekend. It's a hell of a weekend. I learned a lot about... Your body. Uh, yeah, human beings, <laughs> and how to... You know... What to do at band camp, and... Oh, you know, boy. All. Grab him by the pussy. You just grab him by the pussy. Whoa! You know, it's... It's canon. It's Guys, part of 2016. The Declaration You're just of allowed to now. say and do that. Now. <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> just, you can do it. You know, I kind of watch those movies. Uh, all you know, all those movies are interconnected, and a lot of the, you get a lot of the same characters. And uh, the U.S. universe. Yeah. yeah. And I I saw Dogma first, and I I didn't quite. I was like, what? You know, it's a little confusing if you watch one of those without had seeing the rest. Right. Yeah. Uh, Especially so when you're I, a little younger. Yeah, and I saw Dogma, and then my next Kevin Smith movie was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, okay. okay. And I saw that in the theater, and I thought it was funny, but that movie is nothing but characters and references to his previous movies. Exactly. To the point where you have multiple actors playing multiple characters in the same right. movie right. and i'm like wait what the fuck is happening yeah. like, like jason, jason lee plays, lee plays and... like two yeah, yeah he plays brody right. and i'm like why i was like why does he have a beard now i was like what right. is happening is so like smoked weed too, right? after i saw that movie i went back and i rented everything and i sat through and and it's fun watching you know uh like it's fun what we God, I feel like we talk about this every episode. It's fun watching movies where you get some of the same characters yeah. interwoven through the same stories. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to watch that. Um, well, it's probably not my favorite, but I, I have to mention it because it's probably my most watched and the movie that when I was like 19, 18, 17 years old that I talked about the most, which is Mallrats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mallrats is a really fun movie. Like when you watch it, you get why it bombed and like why – the people at Miramax who like funded clerks and then he, they made a Kevin Smith like was like a big deal, like a hot commodity. And then he makes mall rats right. and Hollywood's like, what the fuck, man? What is <laughs> right. This? Right. Um, 
But uh, I love mall rats. And it's covered pretzels, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's and it's coming back. <laughs> and it's coming back. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a ten. For whatever episode. it's worth, they all look good. They like, all look all good. All those pictures that were released of everyone, everyone's doing. Everyone's good. Everyone's doing good. Um. And yeah, it's gonna be a ten episode series. Netflix, Hulu. They, uh, ben Affleck has not confirmed yet. Actually, I, Kevin Smith has said he hasn't talked to Ben Affleck in like several years. Well, he's sad. Yeah. Ben Affleck's very sad. He's, he's very sad, sad now, yeah. He's got a lot um, going on. And then uh, Clerks You think 3. he's going to do it? You think he's going to, like, after being Batman and shit, you think he'll still... Like, I know for a long time they were friends. Like, they were good yeah, friends. they were good and, friends. Mm-hmm. And they did a lot of stuff and, and like, didn't... How could wasn't... you have Mallrats without the back of a Volkswagen? Right. Yeah. You think he's going to do it? You think he'd it come back? Smart I, I think he, he will. Yeah. I think he will. I think we he's, need it's pro- I, I'm sure it's not like a large role. I'm sure he'll come back and do it. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I think it might be like the kind of Arrested Development thing where they can't get everybody in one room, so they just do. Uh, not that these are like yeah, besides Ben Affleck, it might be a little detrimental in that way because <laughs> that made that whole season a little bit weird. Yeah, so. a little weird. Yeah, um, we'll yeah. see. But cool. That's and then, the danger of the Netflix revival. But we're like, it's like, I'm glad it's coming. So we'll take it for what it is. Enjoy the good parts. Enjoy the. Yeah. Good did stuff. you Did you guys like Clerks too? Uh, you know, it had its, it had some good things. But, like it doesn't hold up. I don't necessarily love like the, the stuff with the the donkey and the girl and all that stuff. That's and the only part I like. That wasn't like my favorite. <laughs> um, but there's some funny there's some funny movies up. And um, I like uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. I she's love good. her. Yeah, she's so, good. Yeah. She brought it home in that. Um, episode, yeah. But I mean, it's it's. I was I was impressed when Clerks Two came out that it was like good at all. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I th- I thought it had some some funny. It was much better than I was expecting it to be. I haven't watched it in quite a while, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a decent you know sequel. Right. I can't believe this, guys. We've been talking about Kevin Smith for about nine minutes, and Abby hasn't brought up the one thing. It was just sub sex, Holden. You already said that. I already did that. <laughs> I just one. love doing that. My uh, cat gets really upset when my, uh, <laughs> my impression. And it was just some sex holding. It was just some sex. Finger cuffs. Chinese finger cuffs. Um, no, I uh, I am a staunch supporter of Jersey Girl. Oh, Jersey Girl. Oh, I always give you oh, shit for it. Right? Fuck. That movie's good. Um, you know what? I don't think I've ever watched Jersey Girl. You know what? You got George Carlin. It's literally good. All right, here here's I we're, we're off topic, but that's okay. Donald Trump's gonna be president. We could we could do whatever we, we get want. We to do whatever we want. <laughs> we have to do this. So here's the situation: Jersey Girl. There's revisionist history. I'll make this short. One, it was the first movie that Kevin Smith made that like took place outside of his universe, right? Mm-hmm. So people were kind of like down on that. Two, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. It was right around that Jenny time. Jenny from the Block. Jenny from the Block. They made that movie Geely. That was like one of the yep. worst movies of all time. Yeah. And people confused that with Jersey Girl. Yes. Um. Because, I was one of them at the time. Spoiler alert: Jennifer Lopez dies five minutes into this movie. Yeah. So she uh, don't need it. She don't need that shit. So it's good. I mean, it's a little sappy, but it's it's still Kevin Smith like dialogue, and it's heartwarming. And like George Carlin's in it, and he's amazing. And Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, it's good. And then like. The Sweeney Todd plays a huge part in it, and if you like, oh weird! Like, uh, I won't spoil it. Do I like Liv Tyler? I don't know. 
Let's have an, let's, let's talk about I it. Just, yes, well, I don't know that I've pro seen. Pro and con it, pro and con it. Well, she's all right. I just, I don't necessarily love her in that movie. And I don't think I'm as sold on it as you are. I've seen. What else is she in? Armageddon? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, as a oh, made-up character. Boring. So that, wait, no, she's a real character. Um, Evangeline Lilly's character. Yeah, you're thinking of that. Oh, in The Hobbit. Hobbit, yeah. Yeah. Guys, so there there was a while back here. We wasn't Jersey Girl your pick whenever we were going to do at one point we were gonna do an episode of this show where all three of us picked a movie that we liked that nobody else liked and we never made that episode. But wasn't Jersey Girl your episode? Yeah, can we watch it soon? Yep. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah. Batman Forever. We well first of all, we should still do that episode. (laughs) We still gotta do that episode. And that will give that will give me a reason to watch Jersey Girl. Hey. I'll do it. We should also let our listeners send in suggestions yeah. of terrible movies to watch. Yeah, do it. Movies like like terrible movies that they like that right. most people think sucks. Yeah. Oh, send and then what in. we should do, impromptu thing. Yeah. We'll have them. I'm agreeing. <laughs> even though I don't know what it is, we're going to do it. But it's a good idea, right? No, it's good. But it's pretty good, no, right? I like it. Okay. Um, we can have our listeners recommend movies. And then we'll find ones. You're making this I'm making up this up right as I go. Now. It's your what's stressful. We'll, oh, good job we'll making it up as you go. We'll listen, play. no, listen. We're we'll, just we'll... looking at the ceiling for something to <laughs> jump out at him. No. We'll pick a movie <laughs> and we'll all watch it. And Jersey then we'll, Girl. We'll, we'll bring that listener on to defend Whoa. why they like the movie. That's a good idea. So we could, so we could just three of us against some person we yes. don't know for an hour yeah, and talk one. shit to them about. I want to yell at somebody. Yeah. All right, let's Guys. practice. How do we okay. How do, all right, so um, let's say somebody's like, oh, I really like bullshit movie. And then we have them on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then right. Jake. You, we eviscerate them. You, yeah. Verbally. We, we all watched it. And then Jake, you like attack them personally. <laughs> just like, no, don't even know this person. Just, just be like, hey, well, your hair's stupid. Yeah. yeah. Your movie sucks and your hair is fucking dumb. Yeah, of course you suggested this movie. Look how short you are. Oh. You like, have you never it's even... our bullying campaign. Yeah. Well, we're going to bring bullying back yeah. to make America great again. Well, yeah, I mean, it's allowed now, so we can do it. It's okay. Um, hey, so did you, Abby, did you ever have a movie when we were going to do that? Yeah, I th- it, my in my back pocket it was always Batman Forever. Let's let's tell people what our movies are right now, and let's make sure we do this episode. Yeah, most people hate Spoiler that alert. Schumacher shit. So Jersey Girl's mine. <laughs> Craig's all right. Craig's Big is Jersey reveal. Girl. Jersey Abby, Girl. yours is yours Batman is Batman Forever. Mine is The Village. The Village, yeah. Yep, we're doing it. I think we're gonna do it. Oh, you just love M. What's Her Face. Oh. Yeah, you just hey, love What's you know Her what? Face. M. Night you know what? The Village is what made me BDH? love What's Her Face. That movie's amazing. I liked um, her in that episode of Black Mirror in the newest ooh, season. Bryce Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm down to like a 3.5. I'm having a really stressful week, guys. Oh, <laughs> I feel like a like a 1.5 after voting. I, I feel like people were, de- were down voting me. I had like two hoodies on. Do you want to tell your voting story? God, it was it... awful. I got Let's turned away. I was out of precinct. They kept repeating the fact that I was out of precinct. I had to come back between the hours of like 5 and 7 because I was supposed to go to a totally different uh, voting office, which was like really far away, and I just wasn't into all that. Uh, I had to see Doctor Strange, so I went um, back to my local poll, and um, it was poll polling office. <laughs> it was it was awful. It's a high school. I don't want to go to a high school. 
Um, it was a gym. I don't play basketball. Oh, there's so many factors working against me. <laughs> they don't me. make you like play basketball. <laughs> no, but it's just all around me. And that's how they like. That's how they vote. Like a lot of people of our a lot of our <laughs> listeners are like in Canada and California. You shoot a couple of hoops down in Georgia. Two hoops is for Hillary. If you make three swishes. It's for Trump. Three swishes. I made three swishes. <laughs> that what it's called? Away. No they make, you, they make you like go around the whole gym and just do like a just like a a, a different game in each yeah. section, and you're like, all right, well, you got to win tug of war before you move on to dodgeball. And it's basically when you get done with dodgeball, God. it's like field day. Dodgeball. Yeah, it's field day, and at the end of field day, if you got that white ribbon, you get to vote. Well, I won the soapbox derby, so I got to vote. Yeah. Um, it was good. Uh, I got to. I had to do. Uh, what was the? What is it that I ended up doing? The um. Um. It was the tug of war. The tug of war. <laughs> I lost. I was covered in mud, and Trump won. No, absentee. No. What was the name of the ballot that I had to do? Was, I don't um, know. Every, while everybody else voted on a computer, Abby I had to got write like down a, a fake p- ballot that they gave me a certificate for, and I they had just, to put in two envelopes, and it was on paper. And then they, they had to drop threw it that into shit like away as soon as you container. walked around. The lady couldn't touch it. She. Oh, it was God. a fake. Who did they get? Did, did they just oh, give you a sheet of paper? And they were like, "Hey, just write your write yeah, your uh, your vote story. here." And then as soon as you turn around, they I just toss that shit in the trash. Yeah, I knew it. She ain't winning. Yeah. Oh God. Man. It wasn't good. Hillary Clinton. But I got a sticker. I'll tell you Craig what. got in trouble for trying to take stickers before voting. <laughs> I did. You got yelled at by this man. I did. I got <laughs> yelled at by a man. Here's the thing. I was trying to think of like, so Hillary Clinton, now we don't talk politics on, well, we, we can, it's topical. She's now run for president twice and she's lost twice. Um, That's embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> isn't it yeah. yeah i feel bad i voted for you know it's i was like, with her yeah i'm not gonna lie listen, obviously like you guys if you listen to this then you know yeah it's I, it's uh it's a weird year right it's a wait, weird it, year you know it's, it's embarrassing it's embarrassing but then again she's also in the position to where she could run for president twice and like you know yeah most people only get to do that one time right. <laughs> um yeah, it's I. It's been a weird year. There's been a lot of like anomalies this year, right? 2016 is the year, and I've talked about it. Like, uh, we got a third Ghostbusters movie that was mm-hmm. never supposed to happen. Right. Right. The Cubs won the World Series. That was never supposed to happen. Uh, like Guns and Roses got back together. That was never supposed to happen. Uh, we've somehow managed to record 37 episodes of a podcast. That was never supposed <laughs> to happen. Right. And uh, Donald Trump, that uh, guy from The Apprentice. He, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump is going to be president. <laughs> yes. It's weird. It, it, it is a lot like when you watch a TV show where, you know, uh, a TV show or a movie where, where time travel is invented and they end up just like making everything weird. It does seem as if this year somebody has right. come up with time travel. Somebody has traveled into the future and Fuck something that's up. what that's why 2016 was so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, it's the butterfly they're, effect. They're frantically trying to fix it right now, right. and they're either going to make it worse, or they're going to get caught in a time loop. Mm-hmm. Do you know or, how weird um, I am, by the way? As you talked about this, it's starting to make a lot of sense to me. And I have got, <laughs> I'm looking at my Back to the Future 2 uh, USA Today right now, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I just looked at it to see if maybe like the cover <laughs> image was like changing. Yep. <laughs> Or you know, hey, op- hey, open it up, open yeah. it up, and it says Trump wins presidency. Like a little drawing of my face. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Meanwhile, in other news, local woman uh, 
gets two swishes of the basketball hoop. And he's given a provisional ballot. Which um, is what that's called. It is weird. We're like in like so you know in Back to the Future two the alternate timeline when they come back the the Hill Valley version B. Uh huh. Right. Where, that's where, that's definitely what we're in. Yeah, we're we're dark Biff, and sad. And... We're Biff's running the show. God. Yeah. And uh, and there's that really cool part where Marty goes to the uh, to the hotel and he gets knocked out. And it's like you want to do this the easy way or the hard way, and he gets knocked out and it goes. The easy way. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I love that part. Yeah, I mean, a hot tub with Biff. Oh, that's good. I don't care what you say. That I, looks like fun. I'd get in that hot tub. He's um, rich. What I really do, now that it's we've done timeline. that we are all over the place. In Back to the Future 2, I love that part where Biff's in the hot tub and he's watching the Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, and, yeah. And, and foreshadowing. Like, yeah, the foreshadowing to him. I love like, it. The next movie. It was so good. Yeah, that's yeah. some good. That's some good shit. But like the way he freaks out when he's like bulletproof vest, unbelievable! Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. What a smart guy. Um. So, anyways, well, that was good. That's fun. So <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, it was good. Um, Back to the Future Four. Yeah, that's not a thing. I just no. wanted. To you think say it's gonna it. it's gonna happen at some point? Well, the way things are going, the way it, things are going, it's it, gonna they, happen. It's gonna be terrible. We're all going to cry the next day. Yeah. Paul Fagg's going to do it. Or is it oh, Fig? Is it Fagg? Why Paul can't Fig? anybody Why say can't his name? Why can't people just say it? It's definitely yeah. Paul Fig. And I, I hear people that should know his name mispronounce it. Um, yeah. Not cool. That's just. Jacob Welsh. Hey. All right. Cool. <laughs> well. Abigail. I like that. That's actually what I'm going to keep. Wait, that's a good one. I'm calling it. I think it's no. a good name. Um. So cool. So that was some uh, little recap of our, our our voting adventure, and mm-hmm. uh, I got the vote in. I got to see Doctor Strange. I was almost late. Yeah, that's because of traffic, though. So hey, uh, I think we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange here in a couple of minutes. Sure. I will say um, that was the best 3D movie going experience since Avatar. Ew. Fuck Avatar. Ew. I brought it up like I... Ew. It's not... Ew. You know... But wasn't it fun? We have a podcast... It was fun, though, when you went, when it was happening. You thought it was good. We're almost a year in. No, you didn't. We're almost a year... I was a different person. A year into this podcast without bringing up Avatar, and you had to do it. I'm like the person that continues to wear the Avatar costume to Dragon Con every year with the body paint. Like, it's new. Oh. Don't body paint shit. Get out of my picture, Avatar. Yeah. Or what are they, what are they called? <laughs> That's what they call you, just Avatar. Avatar. Hey, Avatar. Hey, Avatar. So what, what's the name of the, ne- the Naboo? Is that what they're called or something? <laughs> Did Naboo. I make that up? <laughs> Am I writing my own That's fan Star Wars. It's the Navi. Fuck, the Navi. fuck. What is it? Okay, someone fact check me. Um, a long, hey. long time Let's, ago. I get to do whatever I want. You do. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, you know. Okay, I'm not going to even look it up because it's, it's Avatar. It doesn't matter. All right, I want to say something about Avatar now that's three. <laughs> Every time James Cameron talks about how there's going to be four more sequels, don't you kind of feel like all the people at the studio or whatever are like, no, there's not. No. no <laughs> I no. hope so. They're building like a huge fucking Avatar land at Disney World right oh, now. Really? And I'm like, that movie came out so long ago at this point in like yeah. – are the sequels actually happening? What What's going on? Yeah, isn't there like a news blooper of like a news anchor reading that story and literally just like laughing in the middle of it? Yeah, it's like, why would you 
on YouTube, there's a clip where she's like, James Cameron announces four more avatars. She she starts laughing. She's she's like Australian or something. She laughs. She's like, hey, maybe try one. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you know, I don't don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show. Uh, I, I believe I told I was talking to somebody about this recently, but when I went and saw Avatar, I saw it at the Dollar Theater because uh-huh. I was like, "Fuck this movie! I, it just looks stupid to me." I was like, "I'm not going! I'm not going to see this!" And uh, I saw it when it was at the Dollar Theater, and uh, so I'm watching it. And you know, like when they when they made it, there was this like huge deal about how much money they were spending on it. Right. It was like headlines. They were like, "They're spending more on this movie than ever, any other movie." And so we're, I'm sitting there watching the movie and uh, like there's a scene where they're being chased through the jungle by some creatures. And uh, those creatures, the the sound effects for their for for their like growling and roars, they're Jurassic Park sound effects. Right. And they're they're like all they did was maybe like change the pitch and sped it up. But it's obviously like the velociraptors i was like that is the velociraptor from jurassic park and i was like why the fuck couldn't he make his own and then later on there's another creature sound bank that has the tyrannosaur sound and it's just they added some sounds to it and changed the pitch and i'm like that's the fucking that's jurassic park he took like why not just make your own it was was... you should have you should have went to the lobby and asked for the manager and got your dollar back (laughs) <laughs> i will not this is plagiarism oh. god what a piece of trash that movie yeah. is those that was those that was a ripoff 65 million years in the making <laughs> i only saw it once in theaters and that's I, all you need that's all i saw it, too, and and exciting, it. But yeah, well what started was... this the we uh we saw dr Sorry, strange Sigourney weaver uh yeah we saw dr strange in 3d imax um in atlanta and it was one of the like 3D usually to me it's kind of like I'm not like some people are super against it or super love it. I'm usually taking it or leave it like a little bit indifferent, but uh, it added a lot. Like I felt like I was on a ride at Universal Studios. Yeah, it was amazing. But we'll talk about that here in a few. Um, we tease. We tease. Student. We tease. Uh, but the Jake, the people we went with, um, mm-hmm. the uh, my my buddy that I work with and his wife. Uh, they gave them the wrong 3D glasses. And I noticed when that. When that dad, I was like, oh, she's just wearing sunglasses. <laughs> so, and they didn't work? Well, IMAX has specific 3D glasses that are different than the regular screen. Uh-huh. Um, so I kind of felt bad uh, when Carrie, my friend Carrie, he he had to go, like, he had to leave, like, during the opening sequence. Which, which is, has uh... a lot of action. Which is a lot of, like, special effects. And it was funny when he... Um, when he came back and sat down, he had missed the first couple of minutes. He was like, they didn't do anything cool visually that really set the tone for the movie, did they? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't – and he told me this today because I was kind of like not listening because I'm in the middle of watching the movie. And I was like, no, no, no. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Small uh, potatoes. Yeah. So – Well, you guys want to get – terrible friend. Yeah. I well, am. I think it was a terrible I'm a theater for giving him the wrong glasses. I've loaned him money. Yeah. No, <laughs> I went to the movies with him. No, I have not. I've never given anyone any no. money, but if I had it, I would give it to well, him. We don't have it. We have some money. We have a little bit. I have like fourteen dollars. Uh, <laughs> we need money. All right. If anybody wants to send us some money, no, money we're, no, we're good. We're fine. We we want you. We, we do want your movie suggestions and movie suggestions. Yeah. Uh, cool. And well wishes and thoughts and prayers. And we good don't vibes. want it. We just your vibes. We want good vibes. Jake, 
Yo. For America. Abigail. Hey. Y'all got some stress? You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Oh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit of stress? Not a lot. I think America has stress. Should we ask America? Should we, you should be asking <clears throat> Should we get America on the line? Yeah. Just open up the phones. Open up the phone lines. All right, we got, uh, we got America from Kansas. <laughs> Hi, man. I just want to say I'm pretty pretty pumped about what happened last night. Yeah, I think America from Kansas would be pretty happy. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty neat. I was watching the clips of uh, Donald Trump on YouTube when he was on uh, in WWE, and he's the only president, well, that we know of that has ever taken a Stone Cold Stunner. Oh yeah, yep. that I mean that's that's worth something. Maybe if Hillary that's... had done it first, she'd yeah. gotten out there. Well, when they talk, would Hillary kept talking about breaking the glass ceiling, and I literally thought she was talking about the beginning of Steve Austin's music. Oh, I was like, that's what she's talking about, right? We did better intro music. We all do. Ooh, that's a good... oh. She needed like a light up vest, like Chris Jericho. That would have been a lot better. And that that song's called "Break just, the Walls Down." Yeah, they, uh, there you go. See, you should be Put Hillary. Some LED inside of her like space jacket, <laughs> like whatever that wraparound sheath is. Her pantsuit. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we miss you. We miss you, Hillary. Good, I'm sure she's. What, what do you guys think Hillary Clinton's doing right now? I have a guess. She's eating at a Shoney's, not giving a fuck. Yeah. Do Shoney's still exist? It does. I, n- in, now that Donald Trump's president. Yeah, it's back. It's back. It's back. Blockbuster's <laughs> back. Media Play's back. God, Taco Bell is bigger than ever. Wait, they should bring Blockbuster okay back. That, yeah. Now. As like a consolation prize for Trump being president. Hey, you get Blockbuster. <laughs> That'd be fine. I'm just, I'd get a job I there. just got really sad. Oh. I want to go to Blockbuster. There's still like three Blockbusters. You guys know that? I still argue oh. that's why we go to Best Buy and just like walk slowly through the DVD aisles and like stare at the titles. Yeah, because it feels like you're a Blockbuster. Them. Yeah, cause we, got a, we got a video warehouse here in town. Okay. Well. Yeah, I don't ever go, but we got one. We are jealous. What else do you have down there? Cracker Barrel? Yeah. That's about, oh, like 10 of them. <laughs> oh, you got a lot of those. Um, no, we'll, that's the only option to eat down here is crackers. Yes. <laughs> when we um, pancakes, uh, eggs. When Blockbuster closed down, they were mostly corporate-owned stores, but they had franchise stores. And like, so I think in a couple small towns, like in Indiana, North Carolina, you could still find a Blockbuster. Ooh, we should go. Do they still get new releases? Is my question. Or does their new <laughs> release section like? Yeah, it we stopped. got that uh, Daredevil. We ju- we just got that. that night. <laughs> what? That's funny. Yeah, we got to check out the new releases. There's a new one from, uh, it's called uh, Avatar. It's brand new. It's really good. State of the art. I like James Cameron, by the way. He's made a couple of my favorite movies. Yeah, he's made some good movies. T2 is one of my favorite movies. T2? Yeah, that's good. I'm kind of a closet Titanic fan. I think that movie's pretty amazing. And silence falls upon the crowd. You know, it was steamy and it had its place in my life, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I haven't gone back, and it's not one that like I get excited to see that it's on. It's not even on that often. Titan- I have a little bit of that Shawshank Redemption thing with Titanic. Like if I'm flipping through the channels, or if I'm on Netflix searching for Titanic, and I find it, uh, I just watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you were searching for it, I hope that you would watch it. Oh, another anomaly that happened this year: Leonardo DiCaprio won an Oscar. That was never. Seen yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Um, because The Revenant is pretty serious. That's if uh, that other guy's saying it. I still haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen it's The It's crazy because Tom It's Clark's good. It's a good movie. I heard there was a scene with a bear. There's a big I heard scene with it was with like bear. something. I don't know. I, I got to get into it. So. Something special? So, yeah, something sexual. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that was just a rumor circulating that wasn't. I believe that was just a rumor. It didn't pan out. That's just me. Most no. of my fan fiction. <sighs> That's okay. I just like that bears. That sounds like fan I friction. I like bears. That's good. All right. <sighs> Let's get stressed. Hey, I'm already stressed. <laughs> All talking right. about Tom Hardy. Jacob Walsh. Yo. You stressed? A little bit. What's up, man? You want to hear it? Yeah. A little bit. So, I want to hear it. It's a bit. So, uh, you know... I tried. I, I wanted. I want to talk about something that was, you know, pertaining to our subject tonight, which you know is Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think so, I'm the same. Um, what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> the... All right. It's um, <laughs> you know what stresses me out, Craig? What's up? The fact that like, I can't. I keep trying to get back into comic books. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's so weird that they have so many titles like running at the same time and they're all interwoven and the story doesn't just take place in X-Men now. It takes place in X-Men and Avengers and Wolverine's own. It's like you got to read so many comics to keep up with the story. Right. And it's almost impossible to just jump in. And I know they like they keep, uh, you know, DC did like New 52 and then they started over again. Like they just keep starting over, but there's so many books. Every the story is so like interwoven that it's almost incredibly impossible. And then the worst thing about that is that um, where I live in Valdosta, I have one oh, comic oh. book store. Yeah, I have one comic book store. Is and... it a decent store? No. Oh. Uh, you I know hope they're not listening. I'm sure yeah. he's not. Um, he's a super nice dude, but it's just. And it's not his fault. It's that Valdosta is not the biggest town. It's Valdosta's and fault. And it can't really sustain like a big fancy comic book store. So we have a comic book store and he he only gets in, you know, a couple copies of each issue. And then it's not even like of everything. You know, there's so much you can't get everything. Um, so it's like it's just impossible to... If I read comic books nowadays, it's basically like me going and just buying the graphic novel of something. Right. Uh, whenever, whenever DC did their new Fifty Two, I was like, okay, they're starting over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see what they got. And I started reading um, Swamp Thing, and I really liked it. I, I really like Swamp Thing, but then it's like I missed one comic, and then I, I couldn't. I, I try to go back and get it, and then he doesn't have it because he only gets like three copies of Swamp Thing. So it's like I have to either go out of town to buy a comic book, or I or you I like have on, to order it. You like on Expedia, like oh, booking yeah. your flight. God. It's like you, you have to either do that, or I have to order it. You know, right. and I'm like yeah. if you're gonna order a comic book, you're gonna order something that costs three dollars. You might as well like order a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, I was getting a subscription. Uh, from like an online place and and I and it wasn't even that many titles I was like maybe three or four things and in a couple magazines right and they would they would just like just take it right out of my account and just send it you know every month or whatever they I would just get a little package but yeah. it was a pain in the butt man it was a pain in the butt and sometimes they would send me 
the wrong subscription or it was just oh, like, that's I was the like worst. fuck this. You know, I was like, it's so stupid. So like, it kind of sucks, man. It's just like you had, and then they're on top of that. They're so like, you know, I talked in the last episode about how I used to read X-Men a lot. I used to be super into the X-Men. Right. Always been my favorite thing. So I was at the bookstore today and I was looking through all the comics and graphic novels and it's like, you know what? I want to read some X-Men. But there's like so many stories. Where do you start? Oh, and there's a- so mm-hmm. many. And it's also it's like it used to be uh, like, oh, it's the X-Men. These are the characters. Right. But now you have like those same characters, but in six different universes yeah. and seven different worlds and different stories at the same time. Well, let me so ask you like, this. Which version do yeah, you bro, like? Yeah, bro, I've seen it. Like let there's me, a whole section I mean, at Oxford at our my, comic book my, store. My disgusting. question to you with that is, um, are you a real fan though? Yeah. No, <laughs> I guess not. I guess <laughs> not. What's your level of, you know? Uh, no, I totally get it. I, I have a weird relationship with comic books. Um, not, I'm not, I don't like, uh, what are those? You don't people? like finishing them? Is that your relationship? <laughs> you so like buying them, I understand. I, I've got pretty bad ADD, and I, that actually works, like, so I've told people that, and they're like, yeah, people with ADD should love comic books, because they're short, and it takes, like, six minutes to read them. But sometimes the storytelling can almost be, like, because it's so layered, and there's so much to follow that it can get... Yeah, I just get, I get distracted, and I, I always appreciate the artwork and uh i should appreciate the writing more than i do but i just i'm not what can i say i'm not a big comic book guy sorry i'm too busy you know hanging out and chewing tobacco and uh, hanging out at pool halls and yeah drinking <laughs> roughhousing and roughhousing getting um, girls and i've but i've uh i've kept up with certain runs before i mean Back in the late 90s, there was a couple Batman uh, stories that I really, really, really loved. Like, Nightfall was great. Most people know about Nightfall with uh, yeah. Bane breaking Batman's right. back. But, yeah, uh, for sure. When we met, we were both reading Watchmen at the same yeah, time. Yeah, we were both reading Because it was Watchmen. right before the movie came before out. Before the movie so. came out. Uh, no Man's Land. Batman No Man's Land was, like, one of my favorite crossover stories ever, which was mm-hmm. basically Cataclysm was the story of uh, the earthquake in Gotham City. And then uh, No Man's Land was the aftermath where – and they kind of adapted some of this in Dark Knight Rises where uh, the United States government closes off uh, all connection yeah. to Gotham and it's kind of run right. by the criminals. It's a really cool story. That stuff's fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm bad at keeping up with that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean – and I don't want to sound like I'm complaining that there's a lot to choose from because that's dumb. It's just like – it totally just makes it hard – it makes it hard to choose when there's like ten different versions of the X Men happening at once. Our local, and then, and then on top of that, it's hard when you don't have like a good place that you can just go to and buy that stuff right. after work. You know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, there's just nowhere for me to go to get it unless I'm reading it online, which right. that's that's. I don't on like the contrary, that. though, when you do have a place that's close to where you work, like I do at Oxford, I go and spend like all my yeah. money on oh, my yeah. breaks. Yeah, and I bet it's way better. Yeah, because they're open till like ten o'clock, so I can head there afterwards and like pick up a couple things. And or... the guys that work at our local place uh, are always super helpful. And like when dude, they like call us ahead of time and like set aside Ghostbusters merchandise yeah. for us, which can be stressful because then you have to like. You know, have money. You have to buy it. You yeah. gotta have the money to buy it when you get in there. Usually, there's a uh, at Oxford Comics in Atlanta. Our buddy Zach works there, and I usually and just kind of ask up, him, uh, 
hey, what's going on in Batman right now? And he'll he'll just tell me oh, everything. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that's Sometimes good. they'll tell you how James Gunn was just hanging out in there like a week ago, and then you'll just get really <laughs> mad because you weren't there. I told them to like text message me or like Facebook message me next time because I'll drop I'm, whatever I'm doing. Yeah, why? I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, I just I find it easier nowadays to just Trump like so find a story that you know is only going to last so many issues a lot, mm-hmm. or or just to, or just to pick up like the graphic novel version of a specific story instead of yeah. trying to go for the the title that's just like an ongoing thing because right. it's just right. so hard to do. Like well, even with the the right? Ghostbusters had the ongoing comics for a while and it's just like hard to just yeah get all of that and to read it it's It's still going going. yeah um yeah uh, abby well i gotta keep up with ghostbusters international i was enjoying it as i was reading it i liked kylie as a character and all that um because extreme ghostbusters is obviously awesome so um i was following that i'm a huge brian k vaughn fan um i enjoy ed brubaker um Brian K. Vaughn, though, was, like, my number one guy. Um, Why, Why the Last Man was, like, my first introduction to him, like, as a comic book writer. And he's extremely gifted. He wrote for Lost. And there's an issue of Why the Last Man that Hurley's reading in an episode of Lost. Um, and so cool. Yeah, it is. My sister-in-law gave me that for Christmas, like, a long time ago when it was first coming out. And I started reading that. And since then, I've fallen in love with Saga. And um, I did a costume of a character from Saga, The Stock, a couple years ago at DragonCon. Um, and then currently, Paper Girls, which is Brian K. Vaughn's, um, like, the thing that he's working on now is amazing. It's like it's like Stephen King world, like, young kids dealing with real life, like, time travel and, like, growing up. And it's it's fucking awesome i'm really into- and it's all girls so obviously i'm into it and they're yeah. all like little john connors from like terminator 2 yeah and paper girls is awesome and here's my problem with it i i started reading it because i i think i read the first issue at your place and i was like oh no you were like hey are you reading paper girls and yeah. i was like no but i went and bought it now got and i read maybe the first i think six issues yeah and uh yeah i stopped because fucking books a million doesn't carry it anymore. What a piece like of that's shit. that's where I was getting it. I was buying it at Books a Million, and they have a, here? and they have such a tiny comic section as it is yeah. that they were getting that. Yeah, it's and, Books uh, a Million had, and comics are like four. I hadn't uh, found an uh, issues uh, after uh, that, so I was like, "Fuck it, I guess I'm not reading Paper Girls anymore." Yeah, uh, man, I'll catch you up whenever you're over here. Um, it's definitely worth reading, and yeah, I do feel very, very fortunate to live in Atlanta and to have a lot of good comic books. Uh, stores locally, and you know, I'll Lots blow money stuff. there. It feels good. It feels good to blow money. I like some getting money. that haul. Mm-hmm. I was spending a lot of money on them for a while. I kind of had to back off a little bit. So yeah, yeah, just a little bit. And when it comes to like the big guys like DC and Marvel, I read some of the Rocket and Groot right after um, Guardians of the Galaxy came out like two years ago, and I enjoyed that. I kind of stuck my toe into Miss Marvel, and I kind of liked that. And when um, recently Thor, uh, there was a run where Thor was a female character, and I started reading that and kind of dropped off a little bit. Um, but I yeah, when it comes to like Batgirl, I have not enjoyed what I've read. Um, from her storylines that are like whatever currently running and uh yeah i don't think dc is my number one um i really enjoy image comics only dc movies those are the best (laughs) they're all the best Um, what's the one with the pigtails um oh god she's just a sassy sex pot well oh i dropped my phone in the trash can here you literally just dropped your phone in the trash can (laughs) Okay. What? Uh, what? Cool. Well, Jake, 
Um, yeah. Sorry, man, that's pretty stressful, man, because I, I'm the same way. You look at the Batman titles, and it's like, it'd be great if you could just buy Batman once a month and just read it. But now DC and their relaunch, they cut down, I think, from 52 series down to like 30-something. But now yeah. they all come out twice a month. So oh, yeah. So you might have five or six different Batman titles coming out like almost weekly. It's just a lot. And comics, yeah. like one comic book's only $4, but when, you, oh, when you're, dude, when you're right? buying five It's like or... getting sides. Like when you think you're building a veg plate and you think you're doing nothing, like no damage. <laughs> you walk out, it's like a $30 plate. Yeah. Comic books. Then you got to get the boards and the bags. And it's just you like. You got to get those variants. Oh, my God. And that's the one thing. I love you, Oxford, but they do upcharge for variants. Not the best. I mean, I want that cover. I'll pay for that cover, but, you know, kind of sucks to pay an extra couple bucks for it. So, you know. Is that okay? It's We're fine. not talking shit. We can talk. No, that's we talk good. Shit. We talk freely here. We love you guys, though. We so. love you. Um, well, cool, man. Um, Abigail. Mm. Hey, is it my stress? I don't know. Do you want sure, to talk I'll about your stressed. stress? Yeah, I mean, I'm stressed out about, like, a million things, like our country falling apart and, like, everyone being sad and crying today because of that stuff. But, you know, whatever. We'll move on. Um, I'm also bummed out because... It's like it's getting to that time of year where everyone's starting to complain about everyone else getting into the holiday spirit too early. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get into the holiday spirit. Um, I usually uh, attend the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. usually has something around um, like late November, December. They do like a John Williams night or a sci-fi themed um, night where they do um, music and scores from sci-fi movies or specifically from John Williams, uh, you know, music that he's written. Um, and I really enjoyed going to these events the last two years. We went to, last year it was more of like a Star Wars themed one. The guys from the 501st were there and the gals. Um, and it was extremely exciting. And I cried like a fucking baby last year. And I cried like a baby the year before when I went for the first time to, um, see, there was sci-fi night and it was, uh, George Takei was there. We got to meet him. Craig won tickets, um, through like a radio promotion. And it was Sweet. like a, it was a spectacular night. Yeah, it was extremely sweet. Like, I got to dress up, and it's literally, like, the closest thing I have to going to, like, church before, like, on Christmas Eve or to, I mean, I mean, it, it feels like church when I'm in there because John Williams and his music and the movies that his music is a part of, like, it has a really, like, special, emotional, like, spiritual connection. Like, I love... More than anything in the world, like, I don't smoke cigarettes. I like to listen to John Williams' music and, like, take a nice long bath and go and, and just go and fall and submerge into my world. And it, it's such, like, emotional music, and it's so beautiful and special, and those movies are such a big part of my life that the last two years while I've gone to these events, like, it's just been a really special thing to look forward to. It's very cathartic, and I sit there and I cry, and it's amazing. And I missed it because it already happened in September – um, oh, what? Yeah, I know, right? Like, I've been Sucks. looking forward to this as my little event that I like to do before Christmas. Um, and I didn't see anything in the upcoming events uh, on the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra's uh, website. They have, like, a family night. They have a bunch of kids' things coming up. But nothing sci-fi related. Nothing John Williams related. Nothing that mm. I specifically want to go to. Let me ask Craig you guys says, this. No, no. This is, I completely agree because right. that's such a fun event. Um, and I think we had talked about all wanting to go together. You guys listen to a lot of John Williams. I listen to some mm-hmm. John Williams too. Mm-hmm. I'm, look, you know, I'm not bragging. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite piece? Do you guys have a favorite uh, piece from him as far as from his uh, movie Jurassic sound? Park score? 
It's definitely the Jurassic Park score, yeah. I think that's probably the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, like, it's, I remember when I first, like, just, I remember the first event that we went to two years ago and, like, sitting down and not really knowing what I was in for because, like, the moment the orchestra kicked up, like, I was choked up. Like, it's, it's such an emotional and special thing to hear that music. And as someone who doesn't go to church and doesn't have those kind of experiences, you know, around other people, because that's really what it is. It's like you're sitting there and you're surrounded by hundreds of other people who are also sharing in that experience. And you see other people wiping tears from their eyes. And it's it's extremely special, but it's it's a moment between you and, and the band and the conductor and also John Williams and also Steven Spielberg and all the movies that you love. And it's such a special thing. So I'm extremely bummed out that there isn't right. another one like that happening again this year. And it stresses me out because they already had that night. I just missed it. It was September 10th at 8 p.m. And the, I fucked um, up. So. The score to Jurassic Park is – that's. I guess that's my favorite too, but I've got a couple others that I really like a lot. Um, obviously, Jaws. Yes. Yeah, um, for sure. The Jaws theme is great, obviously, but the uh, just two notes. Those are just two that's notes. That's all they do. Um, but the uh, all the all the scenes. I don't. I'm there's some really yeah. There's some really good uh, musical Indiana numbers Jones. in 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 the Jaws soundtrack besides just that jaws thing yeah right. some the, good the, stuff in the there. chase what, what is the name of the the, the chase yeah mm-hmm. it's uh the, i believe it is just called the chase yeah mm-hmm. uh that it's 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 really great adventure music it's mm-hmm. awesome and yeah, yeah obviously et i mean honestly the et music i might i don't know if i like it more than the jurassic park score but it hits me harder, like, emotionally when I hear it. Yeah, now that we all had our family trip to Universal and, like, oh. went running and, like, rode that ride multiple times. and I'll tell you what the – I mean, it's from a shitty movie, but one of the coolest pieces to see live is uh, Duel of the Fates from The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's yeah. – and, and that's – That was the best thing. That was the best part of that movie. Right. Right. And they've used that, that – uh, I was talking to a guy about this the other day. They've used – Duel the Fates and a lot of other Star Wars like stuff since then. It's kind of become mm-hmm. the not, best part of the prequels. Yeah, it's not as iconic as like the main Star Wars theme or like the you know the Jedi music or anything, but it's it's really good. So yeah, I remember when it opened. Was it the VMAs or the one of the MTV like the Movie Awards opened with it? Probably what? one year. Probably ninety nine. It's a pretty big deal. Hayden... I think Kid Rock might have been there. I could be wrong. I'm sure he was. I want to see Kid Rock rap over Duel the Fates. Oh boy! Yeah. Well, I don't want to see that. I don't at want all. to see anything with that or him. Oh, you got ever. some more stress? Um, do I? Yeah, let me check my stress my stressometer. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, I still don't know when I'm gonna get signed by Dave Bautista, and that's coming close. Yeah, there was a really cool Mondo poster that was a, a Guardians of the Galaxy poster that I passed on. Um, so I'm stressed about that. I got to figure that out. Um, and dude, I was stressed out by the special effects in Doctor Strange, specifically the grabbing hands in, like, that, that first trip scene that he goes through. Um, that was, like, it reminded me of Labyrinth, and, like, they've been haunting my dreams ever since, like, all those hands forming and grabbing and moving, and, like, that was, the special effects in that movie in particular were just, like, mind-blowing, and it felt like The Matrix, and I really enjoyed that, the whole ride. Um... There really wasn't much that stressed me out. I don't think I'm a cumber bitch, which is I think that's what they call themselves. Like the girls and guys who love Benedict Cumberbatch, I didn't really develop the crush on him that I thought maybe would happen. Um, 
I'm still into Chris Pratt, still looking forward to seeing Star-Lord on screen. And when I saw the Guardians uh, Volume 2 trailer um, before Doctor Strange, I got really stressed out and really excited. Because just hearing, like, Blue Sweet and just hearing the awesome mix, like, playing in the theater is exciting and stressful because I it has to be as good as it was last time. And I have to recreate. And I'm going to see the movie, like, well, six times always in theaters. Are. Yeah, they always are. It's just as good. Um, it's got to be. Or I'm stressed. Stay stressed. Cool. So yeah, that's pretty much it for my, for my stress. Craig, uh, I'm gonna take a different approach on this. My stress, I'm gonna channel some other stress that's not coming directly from me because I'm not even stressed about this. Pretend I'm Warner Brothers and the head of the DC Cinematic Universe. You doing their stress? I'm doing their stress. You're co-opting other people's stress. <laughs> I'm co-opting their stress. I am. I run DC. On film, I'm planning. Uh-huh. I'm planning out the Justice League movies. Okay. I'm planning out Flash. I'm planning out Aquaman. The whole deal. And then I. Well, sit let me down, tell you. Hey, let me tell you. Put that gun away. Hey, put it down. Get get off that ledge. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Uh, it's gonna be. And it gets better. And I'm the whole DC Trump's president. It gets a lot better. I'm the whole DC crew, right? And uh, I'm sitting down to watch Doctor Strange. Going, hey, what's this going to be about? This is kind of a B character. They haven't promoted as much. You know, we haven't really had, you know, Civil War was big in May, but it's kind of been, you know, the buzz isn't really there. Let's just see what this Doctor Strange is about. Holy fuck, this movie's amazing. Mm. Guess what? Suicide Squad is somehow even worse today than it was before I saw (laughs) Doctor Strange. (laughs) They're completely different movies. Um... What can I say? I don't want to rag on DC. I like DC. Batman's my favorite superhero. But, like, when you're seeing Marvel, they've nailed this formula, right? Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. These were the B properties. Mm -hmm. Those are, like, my three favorite Marvel movies. Like, I literally like Doctor Strange more than I like Civil War. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people would agree oh, with you boy. on that. Oh, I really not, not Jay. <laughs> not Jay, not Jay. Oh, boy. I feel it's good. Um, I, I really, really uh, – and I, I know we, we had all seen it, and that was the big movie that came out this week. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job. Um, if, if you want to be nitpicky, you could say that the Marvel movies can be a little formulaic when it comes to the origin stories. Um. But I liked it because it wasn't too long. It's like an hour and 40 minutes or whatever, hour and 45. First act set it all up. Uh, it was funny. The special effects, we've said it multiple times, were amazing. The 3D was incredible. Uh, the world building that they did, even though you could say it felt a little rushed, it was great. Um, and uh, the acting was good. And Rachel McAdams is like a lover. I don't. I'm not in love with her. I it's mean, okay. You can say it. Top, she's a top fiver. She's for, a top fiver for all of us. Maybe she's my hall pass. Okay. Is that really? what they call celebrity that? Celebrity hall pass. Should we do our top fives one day? Yeah, I'm ready now. <laughs> I think I can do it. Who's your, who's your top five? Are yeah, we, it's I, the, the I, cast I, of Guardians I, of the Galaxy. Just, yeah, Baby Groot plus James Gunn. Baby Groot's number one. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay? He's like a teenager. That's not even okay. I'm 30. Oh, good. 
So just just Hey, hey, it's cool. Donald Trump's president. Yeah. Donald Trump. Oh, you're. Oh, man. You can do anything. This list is getting weird. You can fuck a teenager. Hey, or a baby tree. (laughs) Hey. Evil Dead. That's what I was going to say. Bruce Campbell's on the list, so. Is he? Yeah. What's your top five? Uh, Chris Pratt, Tom Hardy, Adam Driver, Bruce Campbell. Am I done? That's four. (laughs) Baby Groot. Baby Groot. And Baby Groot. There you go. I thought there'd be like a couple ladies on there. Well, <laughs> I mean, um, Alana Glazer. Ah, uh, Alana Glazer. Abby Jacobson. Oh, uh, that's you up to six? It's up to six. <laughs> well, fuck. Daisy Ridley. My hall pass is, uh. <laughs> What's happening? Owen yeah, Wilson. Yeah, what? This is way Owen off Wilson course here. And, uh, Dave Batista. Dave, Dave Batista, no. Oh. Who was in that movie, Hall Pass? Bradley Cooper. Oh, God. <sighs> What's happening? Going? Okay, no. Abby's, gotta... Abby's top five. She's li- she's listing five every spiraling actor. out. Ugh. She starts listing like extras just that just live in the Atlanta mm-hmm. area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. You gotta. Uh, Jake, who we this guys? This is not. These are just people we have crushes on. This is just crushes. Yeah, these are just crushes. Hey, hey it's just... how about we talk about the uh, the movie? Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, like Jake's isn't Bryce it Dallas was Howard. Fun. She's tattooed on his hand. We know. <laughs> we know. We know. Um, we'll, we'll do top that. fives another day. Yeah, we'll save that. Abby got hurt. We had to. I did mine. You did yours. Uh, I do like Rachel McAdams a lot. Uh, what's the other actress's name that's in this movie that played Tilda Swinton? Tilda Swinton. Awesome. She was awesome. She was great. Uh, I, so I really liked it, and I thought that the way they set it up was. Uh, I like the origin. I I'm I will admit I'm not that well versed in Doctor Strange. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the origin story. I didn't really know a lot about it. All. What I did know is when I first saw Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, I was like, oh, yeah, he looks just like what I think Doctor Strange is supposed to look like. I knew about Doctor Orpheus from Venture, oh, Brothers, Venture Brothers, and that right. was kind of my only introduction to Doctor Strange, right? Um, so, yeah, I was really impressed with just how the structure of the movie works and when they went into the multiverse, when they went into the parallel dimensions, the visuals were just stunning. And um, I just liked it. I, I don't know, if, but... Well, the reason I brought up DC is like it really I really want the DC movies to be really good. Like I want them to be fun. That's the one thing I took away from Doctor Strange. It was just fun. It wasn't the greatest movie of all time. Like it's not better than like a Christopher Nolan movie, right? It's not like Interstellar or whatever. What's the one that you can Go watch Hey, go watch Interstellar again and tell me Inception. Doctor Strange isn't better movie. Is, wait, is Interstellar not good? <laughs> I thought it was good. You know what? I thought it was really good the first time I saw it. And then the second time I saw it, I couldn't wait for it to be over. Well, Inception's mm-hmm. really good. Inception's yeah, that, great. Good you give Tom Hardy. Um, right. I think that, uh, yeah. I well, anyways, I what I'm saying is Doctor Strange, it's just a fun movie. And I felt good coming out of it. Maybe that's why I wasn't as stressed about the election because I was like, I just saw a really fun movie, whatever. Like, they'll still, we're still going to get movies, right? Yeah. So I put on Facebook last night and said, we still get Star Wars, right? Okay, we're good. Um, yeah. In a way, it's like maybe the art will be better because everyone's upset and, you know. Maybe. But and... but what I liked about – what where I think the, the DC movies really struggle – well, there's a lot of things. Like, when you watch Suicide Squad, like, not only is it not fun, it's, like, disjointed – and like it feels like Blood. there was a lot of people with their hands. Uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? A lot of cook- too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many kitchens at the kitchen too store. Too many hands on Doctor Strange. Too no, many hands he had on Doctor Strange. Enough hands. And 
you walk out of a movie like Suicide Squad or Batman v Superman, and you're like, well, I get what they were trying to do, but it just what. I don't feel like I was watching a really good comic book movie. I felt like I was watching something that was trying to be dark and trying to be brooding and took itself too seriously. And then when you see Suicide Squad, they try to make it fun, but it felt so forced. I wonder what it is because I'm having trouble pinpointing it in these movies. What is it that makes me feel that way? Like, what do I see in Doctor Strange that makes me feel like I'm having the time of my life and I'm on a really fun ride? Versus what I see in Suicide Squad that makes me want to take the first part of that title and like think about it. Right. <laughs> well, it's right. because the, it's it. because the 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 writing and just the the overall feeling of a Marvel movie is like it's uplifting and it's they're upbeat movies and they are made to be fun. While DC movies are all depressing and unfunny right. and edited very poorly and just like almost like torture. So that's what it is. It's kind of like a rush thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It doesn't feel good when you're watching it. Yeah. And what really bummed me out about Suicide Squad, I was like, it feels like there's a good movie in there. Somewhere. Deep in there. (laughs) Real deep. Hidden. 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 With different actors. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe like the seeds of a good movie. Somewhere in Jai Courtney's stuffed animal tucked deep in his trench coat well let's talk about dr strange abby what'd you think i enjoyed it um i thought that the scenes like when the world slowed down near the end with tilda swinton and uh benedict cumberbatch when they're outside and the snow's falling and she's commenting on how she's slowing time down just so that she can have a few moments to watch the snow fall before she dies like that was a really really cool scene and then you felt the weight when she does like move on and pass away and her as a character with like her yellow hood and the visuals of it in that opening scene which your friend carrie missed so unfortunately when he was getting his uh other glasses um like that opening was amazing it drew you right in um the uh what are they called the sling rings that they use like as a device that's just really a cool concept um and like the mirror realm and all that's very very cool um i'm so dumb though like i always get tricked in these like at the end when they mentioned that the uh the thing he had on his neck was the had the infinity stone in it, and I'm like, "All oh, right, that's a oh, thing. that's a stone." I'm like, right, so, yeah. I'm like, there's been 40 Marvel movies. They're all about these goddamn stones. Like, get get your head. Yeah, in the game. It's, it's about the stones, right? I uh, still made that little noise though. I was reading about the director today. His name's Scott Derrickson. He's mostly done horror. He directed Hellraiser Inferno. Oh, oh Exorcism of Emily Rose, one of my favorites. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. The day the uh, earth stood still. Um, oh, was that anyways, the remake with Keanu? Ooh. Yeah. But so the original Data Heroes. But uh, I was reading, it was kind of cool, the story of how he got the movie. Basically, there was a lot of, like, writers and directors were kind of vying for, for Doctor Strange. A lot of people wanted to tackle it. And he basically spent his own money and did an hour and a half pitch to Marvel, pitching the entire, you know, the whole scene, uh, the fight scene? Yeah. At the hospital? Uh-huh. Uh, Astral projection yeah, over that, Rachel McAdams. That whole thing, he wrote out that entire scene and paid his own money to do storyboards for that entire sequence and pitched Marvel on it. Yeah. And they were like, we'll see. We don't know. <laughs> and then he kept <laughs> fighting for it. And they ended up buying that scene from him and using it in the movie. But he didn't actually write the movie. Like, they hired okay. another writer. Um, but what I like about that is when you have a director or a writer or creator with a, who's, vision. with a vision 
who's passionate about the project and just puts a lot of their heart and soul into it. And then it shows when you see the movie. Like, you feel like, wow, this guy directed, you know, maybe, I don't know these other movies. I've never seen Sinister. Well, he didn't direct that. The Day the Earth Sits Still. I don't know about that shit. But he, that but, movie sucked. Which one? I bet. Day the Earth Sits Still? Yeah, we are. Keanu? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, movie's awful. But I like it. I'm, I'm happy for this guy. I think it's really cool. Um, Marvel has done a really good job. Like, even with, remember when Ant-Man, it was like Edgar Wright was attached forever? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then like he dropped out and everybody was like, "Oh no, this is really bad." Yeah. But then they ended up figuring it out and like that movie turned out to be pretty good. So like Marvel just whatever the machine is over there, they know what they're doing. So I was he looking at the upcoming it. Marvel slate and it gave me like whatever positive stress is. What's the opposite of stress? Happiness? It's still stress. <laughs> oh, it's still stress. Okay. It's still stress. When we're it's here, stress. it's all stress. So the, Mar- the Marvel is about to have, like, 2016 was huge for Disney. They made, like, $6 billion or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 comes out in May. Spider-Man in July. And then Thor comes out in November. God damn so, it. It's going to be And then a good year. February is Black Panther. And then the following May is the first new Avengers Infinity War movie. So, wow. The next five Marvel movies are, like, insane. Like, it's going to be awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing that they've done that has shown me that these aren't just going to be really good movies. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting big things. You know Sony's excited about Spider- Sony's going to be like, what I'm trying to think of a good example, like, when Spider-Man is, like, one of these giant movies, like, Sony's going to try to take the credit. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh, that's our oh, movie. Yeah. That's us. Look, we like we oh, Spider Man's ours. Yeah, that was one hundred percent us. Made that that's our mold. Yeah, could you imagine? Like, like if you gave Sony by themselves ten chances to make a really good Spider Man movie, how many would they make? How many British <laughs> actors would they go through? How many before? Now, so but hold on. There, how many Spider Man movies did they make? They made five. Three, five, right? Right. Okay. Did you guys like any of those? I like the first two. Yeah, the first two. Okay, yeah. I, I agree. I think the first two are really good. And I mean, I think Spider-Man 2 with Dr. Octopus, that's still one of my favorite comic yeah. books. Yeah, that's like really that, that was That was like a near-perfect movie. It was yeah. good. That, that was a comic book movie. Yeah, I saw three that didn't, Three didn't pan out. But now Sam Raimi, they had a good start. Sam Raimi directed all three of those first Spider-Man movies. I feel like there was a story about them, like Sony really getting in there and tampering with his vision for the third one. They did. They, he, he didn't want Venom. Like that was like, they made him put Venom in the movie. Mm. It was like, it just, yeah, it turned into a big mess. He didn't want to make that movie like a hundred percent. So, It was just all. I mean, it was just a big mess, and it, it shows. It shows that movie's awful. Um, I've gotten to this discussion before, and I can't really defend it. Spider-Man three might be worse than Batman and Robin. Like, it's uh, very bad. Yeah, wow. it might wow. be worth a rewatch then. Topher Grace oh. as Venom. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty what? pathetic. Yeah. That's just a really bad. It's so weird because I thought when in when, good uh, company. Yeah, that's Topher Grace. <laughs> when that's uh, Spider- show. Yeah. Oh. 
Topher. When Spider-Man 2 came out, I thought that they did such a good job with Dr. Octopus because he's so he's so weird in the comics and he always looks so weird. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they did a really good job at like adapting that character. And then Spider-Man 3 comes out and they do the opposite for Venom, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Whatever nope, you do with Dr. Do this. this is the opposite of whatever you just did. Topher. Did you see the new ones? With uh, Garfield, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I did, and they're like abysmal. Both of them are just the first one. Sorry, I hate I hate that actor as Spider Man. Like he's awful. Everything about those movies. I remember I saw the first one, and I was like, "Yeah, this kind of sucks." Yo, he's too handsome. Yeah, you need to have like. I don't have sympathy for him. Like, if that guy was walking down the high school, he's annoying. Girls would just be like fucking him. Oh. Just in class, he's Not in the me. janitor's closet. Just... Yeah. <laughs> like no, <laughs> like, look has at no that nerd. Look at that nerd. I better touch his penis. <laughs> <laughs> How come powers. once we pass the hour mark on these podcasts, penis. it's really weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the second one I couldn't get through—the one with Jamie Fox. Oh my god, dude! I saw that in the theater. It oh, is dude, how did you not even lock? Take dude. a razor, put it straight in your wrist. <laughs> I did. I mean, I brought it. With, I brought one with me. Uh-huh. Uh, you? Oh, I thought you were gonna do your Michael Caine. Michael. Oh, <laughs> there's a prison in a more ancient part of the world. You hate Dark Knight Rises, don't you, Jake? I do. It's awful. Fuck, I love that movie. But I will say this: Dark Knight was on the other day. Holy fuck. The Dark Knight Dark is good. so yeah, good. good yeah. Dark Knight's good. Um, yeah. I just thought of a really funny story that is completely unrelated to anything we're talking about, but I'm going to bring it up. It's kind of related to the John Williams discussion from earlier. Okay. I was at work today, and I was talking about, I don't know, something, somehow the, the subject of people's parents came up, and we are talking about like whether our parents, who they voted for and stuff, and I was talking about my parents. And then there's this guy I work with named John who's super gullible. I really like him, but he, everything I say he believes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I'm pretty close to my dad, but like, I just remember as a kid, like, I remember I had this big baseball tournament around Christmas time, and he didn't make it. He was closing a big business deal, and then we had to fly to London, and we had to see like these family members who I barely know. And like, he was like looking at me with all this sympathy, and he's like, wait a minute. Are you telling me the plot of Hook right now? And I was like, oh, I am telling you the plot of Hook. You caught me. You uh, almost got him. That's a good story. I almost got him. It was going to be a little bit hard when I was like, yeah, then my parents are at this benefit. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we got kidnapped by Captain Hook. And then everything got – and then we were with the little rascals for a while. <laughs> yeah. really Julia weird. Roberts showed up and she was supposed to be Tinkerbell. Oh, I was like, you ain't Tinkerbell? Just not. You ain't Tinkerbell. Where's you your green dress? Where's your blonde hair, Julia? That pixie cut. It ain't working. That's not working. Oh boy. So there you go, uh, guys. Oh, I like Hook. Oh, Hook yeah. is good. That's a good movie. I like the theme. I like the music from Hook. I like some parts of Hook, but I think it's. I, not the I best. remember always being disappointed that the alligator was not like it was just like a static alligator, right? And it wasn't. It wasn't like it was the like it's a weird. Yeah, it's not like an actual alligator trying to eat Hook. I remember when I was young being disappointed by that, but I like that movie. Right. That's Peter Pan, all right. Uh, I can't, what's his name? Bob Hoskins, who yeah. is Smee? Super uh-huh. Mario. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario, and also hey. Eddie Valiant. Yeah. How good is Ro- guys? This episode. This is Dude, my ADD on fire. This is, yes. We need to do a Roger Rabbit so, episode. Okay. We yeah, should. I would like to do that. It is so good. Mm-hmm. 
Have you guys ever read the books? No. I haven't either, but I but like I've read online like what there's a there's a YouTube channel called Cinefix that I really love and they do this thing called What's the Difference where they'll talk about a movie in a book and they'll just go through and tell you what's different. Oh, they I did like a that. they did a Roger Rabbit episode and those books are fucking crazy. They're really? like way darker and like I think Roger Rabbit dies in the book. Like it's just crazy shit. You got you should like look into it. Like even okay. if you're not gonna read the book, you should look it up and just read what the about book's about. It. Yeah. I was oh, related to Roger Rabbit because a tomb actually killed my brother. Um, oh, okay. So I was it was more it kind of really hit home for me. Yeah. yeah how do you, did he, how do he talk? Personal. Did he, uh, did he talk? <laughs> My voice is like <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, but he 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 didn't drop a piano on his head. It was a Casio keyboard, and uh, it was one of like the crappy ones. Too. It only weighed like three pounds. I don't know what was going on. Uh, it took it, it took made like a laser three days noise. My brother had a weak skull. Oh, um, they we always knew that growing up though. Um, I knew that was coming. So, anyways, listen. <laughs> Doctor Strange was really good. Yes. We didn't get the new Star Wars trailer. Which I wanted to see in 3D. No, but there was a really cool Rogue One display that I wanted to take home with me that was there in the oh, theater. Oh, yeah, like yeah. blue LEDs? Yeah, it had like the light-up lettering. It was very cool looking. So, yeah, very keep cool. an eye out for that. Um, Yeah, and that's it. I mean, that was my stress. I just really enjoyed it, and it stresses me out because uh, I, I want all movies to be that enjoyable. Because when – I don't know how it is in Valdosta, but in, when you're in the big city <laughs> in Atlanta, IMAX – 3D tickets in Atlanta at Atlantic Station are with fees are about twenty four dollars a ticket. Yeah. Um. So maybe it feels like I'm at Universal Studios because I paid the same amount. Right. <laughs> but seven dollar apple yeah. juice. Here, well, let me let me tell you how IMAX movies are in Valdosta, Georgia. Um, there aren't any. <laughs> My closest IMAX theater is two hours away. Right. In um, Warner Robins. Uh. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even watch Doctor Strange in 3D. Um, I just caught the regular regular D. Uh, yeah, just the regular D. Reg- um, hey, any D you can get. It look it still looked good though. Like yeah, it's still, it still good. It, all that stuff still looked good. Yeah. Um, dude, but what, like, let me let me tell you some issues I had with Doctor Strange. Okay. So I thought the movie was good. I liked it. It was funny. It was enjoyable. Uh, they are like the. The thing you were talking about earlier about maybe some of the Marvel films starting to hit a formula, it's it's worrying me a little bit. It's like the movies are still good, but it is kind of like at the point where we're like, okay, we're on the 12th Marvel movie, and they're exactly the same at this point. And it's a little, it's a little worrying because it's starting to get like, you know – Especially with the, the the biggest problem out of that, I think, comes with the villain. I don't think the villain's very good in this movie. And you can kind of say the same for most of the Marvel films. It's mm-hmm. like it's just when when you got when you got movie after movie after movie and the like I don't even remember what the villains' names are in most of these movies anymore. The only the only villain you got that people care about and that is good is Loki. And that's because he's been given the chance to be more than just a one movie character. Yeah. And to be well-developed and to have like human connections with yeah. the other characters. And that's what the, that's what the, I, I just think that's what Marvel's biggest issue is, is that their villains are kind of weak. Um, 
but the only way around that is to do like what what you've done with Loki. You know, like the villain and the villain in Doctor Strange, dude. I don't, I, I can't remember his name. I'm not even sure why he was the villain. Like, I don't even know what he was trying to do. He was like trying to get energy from the dark realm for some. Re- I don't know why, because like, because it was glo- it was kind of glossed oh, over. Okay, the 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 main the the guy with the slick back hair, Hannibal. Like, yeah, Hannibal. Hannibal. Right, Cassilius. Yeah, that's something. That's his name. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> what about the villain at the end with the 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 time loop? Durham, Durham, Galacticus. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his name was either. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple names and stuff in the lore that got it gets a little lost in it's translation. Lost in what right. can you say? It, I don't get definitely with Doctor just... Stranger, but watching Ghostbusters all year. <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> I like that accent. Sky? It's just a little. It's a little hard, I guess, when you're doing an origin story, and then you also have to have you know you know, a big villain fight in the end. Um, in some movies, I think, like, I think Ant-Man did that better. I think the pacing and maybe, maybe the editing with Ant-Man was a little better. Whereas like in Dr. Strange, it almost felt like there wasn't a good crossover from, from him learning magic to just like mastering magic. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And like, it almost sort is of kind like of Ray in the Force Awakens. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in the Force Awakens. Mary Sue. Um, one thing they could have done was just introduce Doctor Strange in one of the other movies as an established character, and then do an origin movie. I think is that what they're doing with Black Panther? Is it going to be an origin movie, or is it take? Black I don't. I have no clue. I don't. I don't know what they're doing with. Yeah, uh, they they probably don't know. This also, movie. there was a rumor for a while that Ernie Hudson was going to be involved with Black Panther, but I don't think that's happening. Uh, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about that. Um, but if there's a steady paycheck involved, he'll do anything. Uh, I did that's hear from that. Ghost, that's from the movie Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I don't. I don't think it even has to be a steady paycheck. I think he'll just do it. Just a, a single paycheck. We love you, Ernie. Hey. Uh, well, cool. Well, let me tell you what. Thirty-seven episodes. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. I like thirty-seven. This was a. We were. We covered a lot of ground tonight. Yes. We there did. We were kind so of all over the place. Yeah. We had some. I've been running. That's what the whole point of this is. I had some. We did, yeah. Taste. Uh, did you guys this. have anything else that you wanted to... 37 uh, times. ...say uh, before we uh, head out here? No. <laughs> no, I'm done with this shit. No, shows. you know what? Done. No, except, <laughs> you know what? For all the D- for all the DC, you know, execs that are listening to the show, because I know they listen, yes. just, like, go watch a Marvel movie. Just, like... Just go watch a Marvel movie mm-hmm. and just do what they do. Ryan's gonna be so right. mad at us. We're getting so. It's many fine. Direct. Ryan, it's fine if he can tell somebody. You know, maybe Ryan can tell them for us. Like, hey, do this Dear better, Mister DC Comics. <laughs> yes, I think it's Adam West that runs the whole show over there. It is. Definitely. It must be. Yeah, and that Bert would make Ward sense. And Bert Backrat and all those guys. They're in charge of things. You got to get Backrat on the phone. Right. Do it better. Uh, do it. Do it. Come on, hit me. Hit me. <laughs> I want you to do it, dude. Heath Ledger. What the fuck? I know, right? So good. <laughs> yeah. I literally like randomly just get mad about Heath Ledger. Like that whole situation. Oh. Yeah. It's like a fresh wound. All right. Because his death directly related or re, uh, Suicide Squad. I believe I blame everybody. <laughs> because yeah. like if you think about it if he wouldn't have passed away uh you know he would have been in the third movie and then who knows where it would have gone yeah him. maybe the th- maybe the third movie would have been good hey hey <laughs> third one third movie i've come to 
shit, Garfield. That's my Bane impression. Just me mumbling. That's your Bane. <laughs> That's your Bane impression. Abby does a better Bane impression than uh, I do. Yeah, let's hear it. I can't. Oh, that was good. I do it better when I'm alone. That's what they all say. Because, you know, Tom Hardy looks good. Tom Hardy looking good. <laughs> Even with that mask, I like it more. All right. Well, listen, folks, thank you so much. Don't forget to check us out online at yeshavesomecast.com, facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Vote for us. Vote for us Don't in the next election. <laughs> and uh, search us on uh, iTunes. That's where you can uh, subscribe to the show. Search uh, Yes Have Some on iTunes. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. That always helps us out a lot. And then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at YHS Podcast. Send us a message. Send us a movie you want us to watch. Uh, send us whatever you want. Yeah, your thoughts, <laughs> prayer requests. Yeah, do it. You know. Cool. Well, thank Just you whatever. guys. We're here. Tuning in. We'll uh, see you next time. Yeah. Yeah. 38. 38. Or 30, 38. 38. We're getting up there. We're almost over the hill. <laughs> but we're looking good. We're like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, we look pretty good. Vino, smart water, all day. I just drink water. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Later. Night. Penis.